What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Wine Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Emily Comer now, Emily Overseas Alumni Relations at Cultural Vistas, a nonprofit exchange organization promoting global understanding and collaboration among individuals and institutions. Emily helps develop international professionals' experiences that create more informed, skilled, and engaged citizens. So Emily has a lot to share with us here today. So Emily, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. There we go, Emily. How are you feeling today? Doing all right. It's pretty rainy here in New York, and uh, we've been inside for for a while, but uh, we're doing the best we can. Very much so. We are uh, doing the best we can all around the world. So, uh, you know, uh, this this is definitely blindsided uh, the whole world. So we are very uh, much, you know, fortunate to still be uh, even breathing. So I'm I'm happy we're we're here to do this thing today and uh, really get you know this um uh, get through this pandemic and really just you know uh, help help that next generation of people. So are you ready to get rocking and rolling, Emily? Let's do it. All right, Emily. So. Uh, let's go ahead and ask the question we all came here to uh, hear the answer to. So why did you join this nonprofit? Well, it's interesting. I didn't set out to work in the field of international exchange as much as um, international business. I majored in global business management at California State University. Wanted to be kind of an international executive, work for a large global company like a PwC where I would maybe live all all around the world. And while I was um, pursuing my degree, I took on a study abroad to Germany. I had gotten a scholarship. And the experience of that made me want to work in people-to-people exchanges. So I did that during my junior year. And when I came back and finished my degree, Um, I decided that I wanted to pivot into um, exchange and the natural, you know, way of that I thought would be working at a university in the international office. So I actually um, did a program, a fellowship program, um, the year after I graduated where I uh, worked for the international student office at a university in Germany. And um, that gave me a sense for, you know, working with students, working with people. And when um, I finished that program, I started um, reaching out to people in the field and asking them, you know, how can I um, break into this field given that my educational experience was in business? And by doing that outreach, I actually got the job that I'm still in today with Cultural Vistas. Um, It turned out that one of the people I asked for an informational interview with was hiring, and I got the job. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That was a great, great story. So, and like, please um, tell me, you know, the process of, you know, even you um, figuring out that this was something that I actually wanted to do. 
Um, it kind of evolved based on my experience, but I would say that um, I participated in a junior year study abroad program to Germany through California State University. The California State University system has over 20 college campuses in California, but all students participating in study abroad um, go to the same place when you're abroad. So they have quite a big program in Germany. Um, and all the students go to, like, mostly go to one town in Germany where they live together, they study German together. Um, but I had a, a, a particular um, kind of area of interest, which was in business, and I also had a more advanced um, command of the German language than most people do. So the international office asked me to be a guinea pig for a new international business program. I didn't live with the other um, international students from California. I lived in a different town. Um, and I did basically the equivalent of a master's degree while I was there in international business. But I went to school with um, other students from all around the world at an international business program in Germany. And one of the things that I realized during this program was how important the cultural aspects was and how important the um, you know, activity planning was because we didn't have that. My, all of the other students from California, you know, there was kind of like an activities director um, who pushed them to go see German films or took them to German museums um, that set them up with maybe like a German partner to practice language with. And I didn't have that with this new program and being the first person. And so I naturally um, became kind of the person who did that on my program. I started organizing activities for the other international students. And I think I was good at that because I had been um, president of my youth group in high school. Um, and it's the, it was the same spirit with which I you know, organized uh, youth activities then that I started doing it with my group. And we took weekend trips together. Um, we practiced language together. Um, we um, organized, you know, excursions to see cultural festivals together. And that is such an important part of having a good exchange experience and really feeling like you're getting the most out of it. Um, it's not just about, you know, the, the, the school life or, you know, where you're studying. Um, I could really see how that impacts whether somebody has a good experience or not. And that's when I think I shifted from the idea of, you know, wanting to, to be in the international business world to wanting to really work with people and, and deepen their experiences with other cultures. That is such, I mean, that answered uh, the next question that I have for you perfectly, you know, where some childhood hobbies and habits, and that was an excellent, excellent, excellent um, uh, explanation in my very, very humble opinion. So I love that right there. Um, so what is an average day like for you? An average day, well, right now, an average day is a little different um, in many ways, but um, uh, I work in New York City. That's where the headquarters of Cultural Vistas is. New York City is a very international place to live and work. Um, and so I'm working on a daily basis um, across our organization, which is connecting um, people to um, 
companies, um, in whether it's through an internship that we're placing them in. Um, so we operate around the world a number of work-based exchange programs. Um, and I'm looking at, you know, all of our companies, all of our participants, and all of our alumni, and trying to create those experiences that will really deepen it for them. Um, and so in addition to overseeing alumni relations, I also oversee our signature events. And one of my favorite things to do is to bring all of the people together um, across the organization um, who are working on the exchange um, for events where we talk about thought leadership um, or, you know, we're getting together to look at global issues. So an average day for me is keeping in touch with the pulse of our global community, um, looking and seeing what's going on around the world, um, scanning, you know, the news, um, checking in with our different alumni associations. We have a number of them, um, seeing, you know, what alumni stories are that they're hearing about and thinking about how we can highlight them, um, talking to our host companies, finding out what is the landscape looking out like in global talent management, what are some of the issues we're hearing across the board that they're, um, experiencing and how can we as a convener um, bring others together to solve those problems and then just ensuring that our participants while they're in a foreign country feel connected you know to each other um, to people having the same experience as them and so you know typically throughout the day um, you know I'm keeping tabs on all the different events that we're planning across the organization checking in to see what the status of those events looks like and, and you know, if people are hitting roadblocks, um, helping them to get through them. And um, I really enjoy, because I work across the organization um, and not just on, you know, there's a number of different program teams working on a certain field or with a certain type of internship and I get to work with everyone. So um, that's pretty fun. Very nice, very nice. And what do you and you you know you were mentioning you know how you get to um do the whole array. What do you enjoy the most about what you do? What I enjoy the most about what I do is when I see the impact um, really shine through and 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 change someone's life. Um, every year for the past few years, we've had um, an annual awards gala, and um, it brings together, you know, everyone who's working in the exchange world from the country partners to the corporations, small businesses and exchange participants and alumni and hearing the stories of how, um, you know, companies can be transformed by hosting international talent to how the you know, interns themselves benefit from the experience is really meaningful. And um, it keeps me going through all of the um, days when I'm just doing admin work and data entry and the things that I probably enjoy the least. Um, uh, but those stories is what keeps me going and, um, you know, keep, keep me motivated even when, you know, the day is hard. Very nice. And again, you you uh, answer my questions back to back. I'm very happy you touched on uh, what you enjoy the least, too. So but uh, we're about to ask you my favorite question, and that would be, do you think that grades matter in school for the success that you're having in your career today? 
That's an interesting question. Um, in a way, I do because it it allowed me to get a scholarship for going abroad. I don't think that I would have, I didn't plan to go abroad when I was going into college because I was paying for college myself. Um, and, you know, a lot of my friends uh, growing up had even traveled to foreign countries before and I never really had. Um, so the, you know, the idea of, of it seemed a little extravagant, you know, the expense of the, the flights and staying somewhere. Um, but I just didn't think I'd have the time to do it in my undergraduate. Um, so grades mattered in the sense that, you know, it, it opened up opportunities for me to receive scholarships to study abroad. And in the end, it was just as affordable, if not even more so than when I was at home, because I was able to get enough scholarship money while I was abroad that I didn't have to work. Um, and when I was at home, I had to work through school. Um, so it was a very different experience. Um, I got to experience college without, um, you know, for that year without having to work at the same time. Um, but what was interesting is that I would also say there are times when it didn't, um, and it, it maybe depended a little bit on what the subject was, um, you know, for, for my career path specifically. But I found that, you know, if I was interested in something and it was applicable to what I was doing, that the grades typically reflected that. Very nice. Very nice. I love that answer right there. And um, I'm about to break down this next question for you a little bit. So what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, like, what do you really feel that you're devoted to or what's your devotion? What I'm really devoted to with my work is is this passion for people to think outside of their, their front yard, um, to, to see the connections globally. And I think that right now this pandemic affirms that for me that we're all connected globally. I worry sometimes um, in this climate that you know, there will still be those whose reaction is to shut their front door and stay inside and not just physically, but mentally. And for me, my passion is really in, you know, opening up and seeing that we're all connected and we all have something to offer. And by doing that and working together, that's actually the best way to solve the problems because we'll do it in a, you know, a whole, the whole way not just part of the way, you know, I, you know, if we try to stick to these country borders and barriers, we'll plug holes, but ultimately it's one world. And that is what I hope people come out of these experiences, um, really feeling a part of. Very nice, very nice. And you have given great, great answers and great advice all interview long, but we are winding down to that last question. And that is, if you could give one piece of advice, just one, to somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would that be? My one piece of advice is to find a mentor. And I think that that's a person who's going to open up doors for you, be a sounding board for you, um, 
and it's just so, so, something that helps guide you. And so I feel like mentorship is really important and might not necessarily have to be that you're in contact with them. Um, although that helps too, to have somebody you are, but sometimes it's just looking and saying, this is a person whose career path or, you know, I admire and I want to look at what they did in order to get where they are to really break it down. Um, so kind of, you know, finding that for yourself, I think is a helpful way, you know, to break it down. Um, but definitely if you can find somebody who, you know, can take the time to, um, speak with you throughout your career and be that sounding board even better. Very, very nice. I love it. And um, Emily, it has been an excellent, excellent, excellent interview. Couldn't have asked for a better interview from anybody else. Um, now, is there, a, you have like a website, social media, even a book that you can just promote real, real quick so that uh, my people can hit the link in the description below. Definitely. I'd love everyone to check out culturalvistas.org. That's our company's website. And you can find out about all the international programs we offer. You can also connect to our social media channels. We have groups for um, across our organization. And you know, we invite everyone to join our community of those who are just interested in bringing people together around the world. So check out culturalvistas.org. Very, very nice. And folks, please go check it out. It's in the link in the description below. Um, now, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find your career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I hope that me and Emily helped you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on the mount like I'm pitching. I'm fighting the more.